0: Hey girlfriend, I am trying something new this week. My uh, podcast interview canceled yesterday, and I thought, oh no, I don't have anyone scheduled for this week. And I realized that there's a lot of benefit in just having a conversation with us, just you and me. So wherever you are listening, pour your glass of wine, and let's talk a little bit about crushing, because life is like a fine wine. Come on join us. Friends, I'm going off the grid this week because I have been going through uh, a process of crushing in my life and I know I'm not the only one who has. And I'm going to back up and explain to you what I mean by crushing. You know, if you've been hanging around you realize that I started a series of yoga and wine retreats this year because there's an amazing analogy between wine and the development of noble character in general, in life. There are so many similarities. I just got this download one day that this is an amazing way to teach the inner character of a leader, the inner character of a woman, Really, whether you consider yourself a leader or not. And honestly, whether you think you're a leader, whether you have a title or not, you are a leader. I guarantee you lead at home. You lead in friendship. You lead in community service. You lead with your partner. Wherever you are in life you are making decisions every day to influence others or not you lead your dog i have my dog on my lap right now if you can imagine that that's the best way to work bring your puppy to work it's good for our blood pressure and it's good when we're going through the crushing the thing that is most amazing to me this week is when uh, a friend of mine who attended my wine retreat and actually um, taught some of it uh, sent me this video where T.D. Jakes was being interviewed by a pastor in, I think, Atlanta, somewhere in the south, and uh, I had never heard T.D. Jakes really uh, talk before. I had heard him preach I hadn't heard him in a conversation and I was captivated because he's an amazing person. And uh, he started talking about the title of his new book, Crushing. And oh my goodness, I realized that uh, he got the same download I did about the wine metaphor. And it's rich and I've been uh, binge reading this book for the past few days because I realized that this is a rich, rich part of what I'm imparting to my people, to you, about how we take the crushing in life and turn it into good, turn it into fruit. I, uh, I have this, this really hard story. I don't know how to share it in the right way. I've had a few friends in my life who've just opted out. They've just decided, Donna, you are too intense, you expect too much of me, and I'm out of here. And I realized that I um, had done a lot of things to bring that on. And we're all, you know, living, breathing, figuring life out as we go. And there are a lot of things that I wish I could do different, and I'm grateful for these experiences because now in my friendships i'm much more careful about what i expect from friends but it's still crushing when you experience loss and yet i realize that this is an amazing lesson for me because the more you get out there and i have a friend who every once in a while writes me because she'll read my blog or she'll hear a podcast and she'll say girl you're really putting yourself out there i'm not afraid because i think everything that I've experienced in life every crushing event in my life that can bring you truth or health or happiness. I'm all there. I have to put it out there because I want everyone else in the world to reach this level of fullness that has taken me 52 years to reach. And if you're still trying to figure out your strategy for work and life, how they blend together how you can get this this symmetry and the synergy. And I'm using winemaking words here. I want you to have that. I want you to know that the crush comes after the picking. And I said this at my retreat before I heard T.D. Jakes, and this is what just tickles me. I said, do you realize that the vintner picks you? The vintner picks the grapes. And then immediately after the grapes are chosen, they go through the crush, and then they go through the press, and then they go through filtration. They're being strained and beaten and reduced to pulp before the wine is actually brought forth from that mess. And lo and behold, I listen to T.D. Jakes, and he's like, uh, yeah, uh, you have to be crushed before you get wine. There's no other way to get wine. There's no way to take a grape and stick it in a glass and drink it. It has to be crushed. It has to be pressed. It has to be reduced to its elemental state. And then it goes through the winemaking process. You know there's a lot of work that goes into how you get the right sugar levels and the right acidity levels to get the finesse and the flavor that goes into a fine wine. And I'm sure you, just like I, have some sweetness in your life and you have some bitterness in your life that comes in winemaking from the stems. You leave the stems in too long and there's bitterness. Well, the stems are what connects the wine to the vine and that vine might be your source of truth. It could be Jesus, it could be Uh, the organization that you work in. And sometimes if you let that stem stay in the wine long enough, the bitterness from that experience with that organization is going to ruin your wine. So that's why when you're invited to leave an organization, sometimes that's really good news, isn't it? Really. (laughs) I feel like that's the reason why I started this coaching business. I have been invited to leave organizations before, and I've been crushed by it. And then I realized, well, wait a minute. This is kind of a necessary ending, as Henry Cloud would say, that that was uh thrust into my life because I was not paying attention to the changes I needed to make in order to make the, the good wine. And when those changes are thrust on me and I experience that crushing, yeah, it hurts. But we can bounce back. T.D. Jakes wrote, Consider the way tons of rocks and soil crush carbon deposits into diamonds. From the carbon's perspective, the weight of the world literally destroys you, but it also creates something new, something rare and beautiful. You see, to the vine, the fruit seems to be everything. But what if... You know, we talk about fruit in our lives. What if we shift the paradigm to winemaking instead of fruit growing? We're not just talking about fruit, we're talking about what that fruit does. And the fruit of the vine is made into wine. And that wine, well, you know, this only makes sense to those who really do enjoy wine. And I think you're listening to this podcast because you do. The, the way that we enjoy wine, the pleasure it brings our life, the community that wine creates. Sitting around and having a glass of wine is so much different than sitting around and having a glass of kombucha. But I can admit that I have girlfriends who have come over to my house and they'll say no to wine. And they'll say, can I have some kombucha? And I respect that. And I think kombucha in a wine glass it can still be good. It's not the same as wine, but the whole idea is any fruit of any vine that brings us together, that gives us face-to-face with friends, that gives life to our common existence, that's good. And so whether you have wine or kombucha in your class, think about the, the fruit in your life and think about what it means to have relationship and fellowship with people. And when I was thinking this morning, I just woke up thinking about friendships that have been lost because I've been sloppy. And here's the paragraph that I have um, noted. Let go of whatever burden of regret you may harbor within your heart. The failed relationships, the lost opportunities, the wasted money, the unhealthy lifestyle choices, the reckless decisions. Surrender them and trust that they happen for a reason. You may never understand, but must still accept as part of your journey. So I wonder what have you lost? What has crushed you? Has it been a job loss? Has it been the loss of a promotion? Has it been a friend who thinks you're too much trouble? Has it been a sister or a brother who just, don't want you in their life. Whether they say it or not, they say it by whether they remember your birthday or your kids' birthdays. Uh, They say it based on whether they show up to your 50th birthday party. And I'm just saying, um, sometimes we just have to accept that there are are things in our life that are just not going to be according to our design. But let me read you another paragraph from my friend T.D. Jakes. I just feel like he's a brother. and T.D. Jakes, if you're listening to this, um, I hope you view me as a sister in Christ who just really wants the world to experience truth. The presence of pain in your life isn't a prophecy of your destruction. Rather, your troubles are a sign that he is preparing for your arrival at a bright and cheerful ascent. You are in the process of sprouting new life, but I understand the difficulty in simply trusting him. When we're burdened by distresses and overwhelmed by the urgent demands of life, we forget that our vine dresser truly has our best interests at heart. So when when these tough things happen that crush our hearts, we also realize there's something important for us to learn in that. I don't think I need to say any more, but I am going to read you one more, uh, maybe two, two more important things. I think when uh, Stephen Furtick was interviewing he he asked, you know, sometimes God corrects our path and sometimes we just do stupid stuff, and I can tell you for sure that I have done stupid stuff. If you've ever been my boss, you can laugh out loud. It's okay. I have done things that are just ridiculous. And it's just because I'm figuring out my way. Uh, And I'm just like a teenager in a grown-up skin, still trying to figure out who I am. And so when I assert myself and I don't submit to authority, um, it's messy because it's not the way that life is designed to work. And if I frustrate somebody, um, it's, it's just because my ego has gotten a hold of my mouth. And I love how Jake says sometimes God uses His hands to crush us, and sometimes He uses ours. But the consequences of our silly, sloppy behavior uh, still helps to create good fruit. That that wine is still, you know, I don't know what my wine tastes like right now. It it could be still a little bit bitter. I I hope it's getting sweeter. Um. But sometimes people experience uh, the stems in me, <laughs> especially when I'm tired. And I'm sorry for that. So I'm just apologizing to everyone. Um, but we have to experience, this is another thing Jake said, we must experience the freedom to express our pain and discomfort without becoming paralyzed by our wounds. We have to understand we're not being punished but we're being pruned so that we can grow stronger and straighter and more trustworthy. So when we see it that way, man, what a difference it makes. I know I'm being pruned right now. I made a bold move to leave a paycheck job and start my own business because I just felt this um, desire blossoming in me to provide uh, strategies for uh, people to harmonize work in life especially women because I'm a woman and I understand some of the uh, struggles that women encounter in the workplace and I wanted to add life in in a little bit of light and hope to those situations because the world isn't fixed yet and we need a special kind of sisterhood to Correct some of the wrongs that are happening in the world when it comes to the way that we're treated in the workplace, but also the way we respond in the workplace. It's not just about how we're treated. We're only responsible for what we say and what we do. We can't control how others behave. So that part of starting my business was beautiful, but it's not always a a, rosy path and sometimes income comes in great rushes (laughs) like a waterfall and sometimes it comes in a trickle and that's when purpose becomes so important. I actually admitted to a friend I might just get a job I'm so tired I'm just so tired of the the fact that I am the chief cook bottle washer CEO Uh, the one who cleans the toilets and everything in between. I'm worn out from having to do the marketing and the accounts receivable and the accounts payable and the sales and the follow-up. I design every program and I deliver it. And I have to coordinate everything down to the last flip chart. There are times when I think, "I, I don't know if I have the energy to do this. But I know if I continue to do it, one day I'll hire some smart person to to take a lot of that off my plate, and it's going to be okay. And I just hope if you're in a place where you are trying to build something, and it's hard work, and it's burdensome and cumbersome, I hope that you'll persevere and remember why you're doing this, what you're called to, because you're going to rob a lot of people of some great benefit if you don't continue to, to fulfill the calling. Um. remember that you've been chosen and you have to fulfill that purpose if you don't fulfill that purpose everyone else suffers so I hope you will hang in there like I'm hanging in there I hope that this has been encouraging because my whole goal in life is to help you live the life that you're designed for And if that's as a a VP of a big organization, I want to help you be there 100%. And if it's leaving your organization to start your own business because there's something that's blossoming inside your soul, I want to help you get there. And if it's just that you want to love your family better and you want to design strategies to not be so stressed out and yell at people, I want to help you get there. So thanks for taking some time to sit and have a glass of wine with me. I hope that in the future, maybe you'll bring in a few friends and, um, you know, make it a party. I think it's more fun when we do things in community. And I like to be uh, that uh, genesis for true, meaningful connection. So grab a bottle of wine, bring your friends together, and listen next week to more Women Working Wine on Wednesdays. Have a great week. The most important part of this podcast is my favorite wine of the week, which this week was Chateau Saint Michel Cabernet Sauvignon that you can now get at Costco. And it's like 10 bucks. So. Some of you might think that disqualifies a noble wine, but honestly, there are some winemakers doing some pretty amazing things. So grab yourself that Chateau St. Michel Cabernet at Costco. And you know, what else do you need to get in your life? Do you know that I have dedicated my 360 Life Strategies Facebook page to life strategies for women? Uh, It starts with laughter, and hopefully ends with some good strategies for organizing everything in your life from how to get good hair to how to respond to that, um, I was gonna say a word I can't say, that person at work who makes you wanna bash your head against the wall. So check out 360 Life Strategies on Facebook and a little bit of Donna Carlson 360 on Instagram where you can just get more practical ways to get more out of life. I post all of my wines on Pinterest in my wine palace and I'm also on Twitter and you know all those other places so you know join the conversation and let your friends know about this. Most of all would you go to my website at 360lifestrategies.com and uh, join my mail list. I would love to be able to stay connected with you and let's swap stories. So. Grab yourself a glass of wine or finish the glass that you started and hopefully we'll join you next week.